section one of the pilgrimage of etheria this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by david wales the pilgrimage of etheria by etheria introduction the narrative and its authorship this book was discovered by signor garmarini in a manuscript of the eleventh century at arezzo and he published it first in eighteen eighty seven and again in a corrector edition in eighteen eighty eight three years later an english translation with text and notes by dr j h bernard and an appendix on the topography by sir c w wilson appeared under the auspices of the palestine pilgrims text society in eighteen ninety five dom cabral issued a treatise of some importance entitled les églises de jerusalem then came monsieur paul gaillet's edition in eighteen ninety eight in volume thirty four of the vienna corpus script latina who still further amended and elucidated the text up till that time signor gamarini's conjecture that the authoress was sylvia of aquitaine sister of the emperor theodosius minister rufinus had been considered plausible but had not been either corroborated or disproved but in nineteen o three dom revue des questions historiques volume seventy four sought to identify her with the virgin named etheria mentioned by valerius in a letter to the religious brethren of the virzo in northwest spain and his arguments have met with very general acceptance in nineteen o nine however a detailed and determined attack upon his views was made by karl meister in the rheinisches museum so far as the date and nationality of the pilgrim are concerned but his arguments were in monseigneur duquesne's opinion successfully met and answered by the abbe de conic revue biblique nineteen ten and others no one probably now adheres to the theory that sylvia was the pilgrim meister himself agrees with the other scholars already mentioned who have identified her with the abbess named etheria to whom valerius refers he only disputes her date and nationality dom Ferretin's theory amounting almost to a certainty was that she was a fellow-countrywoman of valerius who had visited the east towards the end of the fourth century i e in the reign of theodosius died three ninety five valerius himself lived in the second half of the seventh century and is chiefly known as the biographer of his contemporary st fructusius bishop of braga he was abbot of the monasterium rufianesens near astorga in the mountainous district of galicia now called the verzo in the letter mentioned above he speaks of etheria as extremo exedui maris oceani litori exota sprung from the farthest shores of the western sea the ocean chapter four while a doubtful phrase where the true reading is uncertain in chapter one seems nevertheless almost necessarily to connect etheria with the extremitas vis occidia plaga the farthest part of this western coast if huis occurred in the first of these two expressions the inference that she was from galicia would be certain as it is the phrases are so similar that very little doubt can be entertained that she was meister however maintains that they do not of necessity indicate this district 
and that inter alia as her language exhibits no trace of the spanish dialect but distinct traces of that of gallia narbonensis and as she refers to the river rhone on page thirty one as if it were familiar both to herself and her readers she came from south-east gaul and that her monastery was perhaps at marseilles or arles where there were well-known religious houses in the sixth century to which he assigns her pilgrimage viz in the first half of the reign of justinian died five sixty five a considerable portion of meister's argument rests upon the language used by etheria he goes into minute details over her usages and the upshot of his examination is that she was not unlearned but was familiar with the scriptures to the language of which her own is similar her phrases being often suggested by or formed from the same this seems to him to point to a later date and a different nationality than the one we have accepted we too do not think she was for her time and country badly educated and unlearned nor unfamiliar with the scriptures no one could think that but making all possible allowances for the inaccuracies of the scribe to whom we owe our knowledge of her narrative and they are probably serious and frequent yet the fact remains that she wrote a very slipshod latin her deficiencies cannot all be due to the carelessness or ignorance of the copyist and this is the more surprising because though she does not appear to have picked up any syriac or other native tongue in her journeys yet she is by no means without knowledge of greek for she uses quite a large number of greek words and phrases and transliterates them as a rule with accuracy see list on page forty eight following besides that she displays great intelligence and exercises great powers of observation and appreciation of what she sees and hears wherever she goes and this makes her narrative always lively and entertaining in spite of the defects in her style and occasional obscurity of meaning stress has been laid and not without reason on the indications of etheria's social importance which her story affords wherever she went she was well received and entertained by bishops clergy and monks who spared no pains in acting as cithoroni to her she was provided with escorts of roman soldiers when passing through a disturbed and dangerous district between sinai and egypt page fourteen but dispensed with their services when it was no longer necessary to trouble them page seventeen though she often uses the first person singular as the head of the pilgrimage yet she no less often speaks of we and us in a way that serves to show that she travelled with a certain retinue of her own while in the journey to mount sinai she was also accompanied by certain holy guides deductores and again when she went to mount nebo the cost of this expedition from west to east and back again which occupied several years must have been great however abundant the hospitality was which she met with in the return from mount sinai to clisma suez she mentions the animals she used these were apparently not camels for she immediately speaks of them by name as used by the natives of paran but for the first part of the ascent of mount nebo east of jordan she was able to use aselus an ass or mule whereas she had to walk all the way up mount sinai not even acela litter being possible because of its great steepness 
if she had been an ordinary pilgrim in those days she would have been content to go on foot the whole way such considerations again were amongst those which led earlier editors to identify our pilgrim as has been said above with either gala placidia or with sylvia of aquitaine but though there is a certain amount in sylvia's case that fits in with what is here contained yet the terms in which the lausiac history of palladius speaks of her in connection with her journey from jerusalem to egypt show that she was an aesthetic of the most severe type in her practices and that our pilgrim never shows herself to have been however much she respects and admires asceticism in those she meets or visits three other matters remain to be considered which bear upon the dates of the narrative besides being of general interest a etheria speaks of the three bishops whom she came across in mesopotamia at bathne edessa and haran as conspicuous for their holiness being both monk and confessor in each case she does not apply this word confessor to any other of the bishops although she has several times noted that they were or had been monks formerly while the still vigorous old priest whom she saw on mount sinai had been both a monk from an early age and as they say here an ascete according to monseigneur duquesne we know that the three bishops who are called confessors were victims of the persecution under valens a d three sixty seven three seventy eight page five forty seven we can hardly be said to know this but only that this is more likely that they were other things being considered than that they were those whom the emperor anastasius favouring the monophysites drove out in the early years of the sixth century as meister maintains is it however altogether certain that confessor in these three cases means more than a stricter ascete than an ordinary monachus duquesne himself recognizes that this is a frequent meaning of the title in those days see christian worship page one forty two one seventy three two eighty four and four twenty and bradesol east du breve rome page fifty seven still eulogius bishop of edessa died three eighty eight seems to have suffered persecution and this would no doubt fit in with our date for the pilgrimage b etheria quotes the bishop of haran's statement to her that at that time the persians held the district of nisibus and ur and the romans had no place there page thirty nine as the emperor jovian had yielded the district to king sapor in three sixty three that seems to be the explanation of the statement on the other hand in the years five forty five forty five the romans under belisarius regained their supremacy in the east so that meister allows that the pilgrimage must have taken place before then for that reason among others he assigns it to five thirty four or thereabouts c dr bernard has drawn our attention to another point in favour of the earlier date which meister seems to have overlooked it is this when we come to the pilgrimages which are admittedly of the sixth century e g the so-called breviarum and the pilgrimage of theodosius both of which may be dated about five thirty we find among the churches in jerusalem visited by pilgrimage st peter in the house of caiaphas and st sophia in the praetorium 
etheria knows nothing of these she names only the martyrium the anastasis and the church of zion and as her description of the holy city is rich in detail it may be reasonably concluded that these were the only churches which she saw and that her visit was prior to the erection of those named by theodosius meister uses a similar argument to prove that the pilgrimage must be prior to the building by justinian of the church of st mary dipara in five forty three as it certainly was but this reasoning is equally conclusive to establish its priority to the breviarium and the peregrinatio theodosii the present edition and its editors that part of the text which relates to jerusalem had been translated for the english version second edition of duquesne's origines du culte chrétien which mrs mcclure published in nineteen o four for it she was mainly indebted as she tells us to her brother the rev george herbert who had the advantage of many criticisms and suggestions from so eminent a scholar as the late canon charles evans formerly headmaster of king edward's school birmingham mr herbert also translated the rest of the text which now appears with the same assistance moreover he read through k meister's book on the subject and made a careful resume of his conclusions for her of which use has been freely made in this introduction most of the footnotes were added to the text by mrs mcclure herself a few by the present writer but though the results of their joint labors had been set up in print for some time and she had spent a good deal of time in further research and thought over them with a view to writing the introduction she had to lay the work aside while she was completing the fifth edition of christian worship and seeing it through the press this she had hardly done when she was called away just as she was intending to resume her work on the pilgrimage of etheria last summer nineteen eighteen there are many reasons why we mourn her loss and surely among them we must reckon this that we are not now permitted to share with her the joy of seeing the fruits of her long study brought to completion she left very few materials for the introduction behind among her papers and though the present writer has in all cases done his best to utilize what there was and to reproduce what he thought to be in her mind on various points yet he has had very largely to start de novo in drawing up the introductory sections and to treat the text more or less independently he must be forgiven therefore if he has failed sometimes to do justice to her ideas and to the researches on which she had so long been engaged and if there is a certain amount of confusion in arrangement and of discrepancy between her part of the volume and his mrs mcclure had frequently discussed points with friends of considerable expert knowledge like archbishop bernard monseigneur duquesne professor flinders petrie and others and sometimes mentions them by name in her notes as having told her this or that the first named of these had written a short foreword to the volume in september nineteen sixteen but he has requested the present writer to withdraw it as being no longer suitable to its purpose and to use the additional facts that he there gave in his own introduction 
this he has been very glad to do and begs to acknowledge his indebtedness to his grace for them as well as to others who have contributed to the production of the book in its present form and in particular to the rev a d rigby who has read through the proofs and made several valuable suggestions which he has been able to adopt etheria's route to and from constantinople we have of course no hint of the route taken by etheria from her home in the extreme west of europe as far as constantinople and back again unless her mention of the river rhone be taken as indicating that she crossed it in her journey possibly at arles but it is interesting to note that nearly fifty years before her the anonymous pilgrim of bordeaux gives the route which she pursued and that may possibly have been etheria's too she went out by land she tells us across the north of italy through noricum pannonia moisi dacia and thrace while on her return she embarked at olan in epirus and crossed the south adriatic to hydruntum otranto and reached home by rome and milan End of section one.